So what do we do? Begin as we as we enter enter a an amazing an amazing uh, time in our lives as we end off one year and we begin another year. The transition is very, very powerful as one of the things that we uh, speak about often is the power of renewal and the power of change and how important it is for a person to realize how much, how much we can create, recreate ourselves, reinvent ourselves, and how our past, as the Maral says, Avera, are the same word, basically, as, as Avar, which means your past. The, one of the heaviest things that, that our Averas do to us is that they keep us in our past. They keep us, they keep us stuck. If uh, they say that Tishrei is Melashin Shari, right? Something that's Usr, Usr, and something that's Shari, that's Mutter. The word Mutter doesn't mean that it's, that it's, uh, it's, uh, it's okay, forbidden, for, permitted. Uh, the word Mutter means that it's Matir Asurim. Matir Asurim is something is Usr, and something is Mutter, meaning you release. You're, you release, you're free. It's one of the untied. It's one of the reasons that we blow shofar, we blow the shofar. I mean, this year we don't defer say because it's Shabbos. But one of the reasons is because it's when the slaves would go free. It's a time of freedom. And the blowing of the shofar signifies that we're all free, that we're all able to go to leave whatever darkness, whatever... Um, constriction, as as the Gemara says, that Yosef Hatzadik left jail on Rosh Hashanah. What does that mean? It means that that a person can totally, totally release all the things that are holding him back. Now that a person can do every day. Every day, a person has the ability to recreate himself, to reinvent himself, and it's one of the hardest things to do. It's one of the hardest things to do is because we are, the gravity, so to speak, the inertia is we're, we're connected to who we were. And we, we're not able to really think, right? If a person was born today, if you were born as Shari Tshuva, not Shari Tshuva, Rabbeinu Yoyna, in Yesoda Tshuva, he says that. He says that a person, one of the foundations of a person changing is that he has to look at himself like he doesn't have any past doesn't have anything negative, doesn't have anything positive. He's totally, totally free to make whatever decision he can make. Now, of course, we have healing to do. We have things that we can heal from our past. But our past only hurts us because it's in our present. It's not the shot that, oh, we have our past. You're healing yourself from when you were four years old. You're not four years old anymore. You're not 10 years old anymore. So what it means is, is that right now, as you exist right now, you still, we still sometimes carry 
the things with us in our present moment. And it's a very special time for all of us because one of the things that we learned, which I'm proud to say that we learned and we remind ourselves of, is, is not to try not to speak Lashon Hara, but to try and see the good in everybody else, to see the good in people, to see the good in our friends, to see the good in our uh, family members, just in general to see the good. Oyev yamim liros tov. To find the good. And the only reason we don't find good in somebody else is because it's a reflection of the negative that we have in ourselves. If a person, the Baal Shem Tov says, right, that's what she was saying, it was always the famous Baal Shem Tov that he says that if a person didn't have anything, totally was clean, totally was fresh, he would not be able to see anything negative in anybody else. You hear this? If you were totally, totally, totally cleansed from everything that you did, any anything that you have, you would not be able to see it. It's not the shot that you would have to work on seeing the good. You wouldn't be able to pick up anything negative because the only thing negative that we see, it's one of the things that, that we're going to talk about on Rosh Hashanah as one of the avodas of Rosh Hashanah is to really recognize that deep down we, we love each other. And deep down, if we would strip away all of the physical aspects of us, we would love each other just like one, because Klal Yisrael is really one. The Jewish people are really one in essence. We're just one. We're not, we're not, we're not, we're not disconnected from each other. The only thing that disconnects us is really the physical. And what disconnects us from ourselves is also the physical. Ultimately, we're connected to ourselves. Just we have this physical layer that disconnects us from one another. I think one of the things, I'm not sure what, what we're going to do. Who's up? Nachi, what are we doing? What are we, what are we singing, guys? I think one of the koach, one of the powers of singing together is that, is that it sort of strips away the... Uh, the differences, because when we all sing, we're all we're all one. It's all like one voice in a certain way. There's not as much di div divisiveness. There's not division, which is one of the reasons why why it, it I think awakens all of us because we have so many barriers between ourselves. When there's a barrier between you and someone else, it's really a barrier between you and yourself as well. So what do we, uh, can we do, do Venatha again real here? Can we do that? And I want to say those words. I don't know if you guys know what those words are. That Nach, Nach, love is a language of, of serenity and peace. Peace. You know, a lot of people think that they want happiness. I'll give a little Hagdama to this over here. A lot of people think that they're looking for happiness. But people, I think, are looking more than happiness is they're looking for peace. They're looking for calm. They're looking to be, to be, you know, people think, oh, I want to be successful. People think they want to get something out there. I think people more want peace of mind, peace of their emotions. And nacha, v'nacha la ruach Hashem is the pshat, is the words nach, which means 
like Menucha, that we, we pray that we can have, have a certain serenity and a certain good feeling about ourselves, a certain peace of mind, um, a piece of a piece of emotion as well. Okay, Ofer, go for it.
Hashem loves us so much 
Hashem wants us so much. Hashem wants us to really find ourselves. And He put us in a world where it's very confusing. He put us in a, in a time that it's extra confusing. And, and a, lot of, a lot of the challenge, I think, is really to believe and to tap in to, to that place that you know, that each and every one of us know is, is truly who we are. Like if someone would ask you, like, who are you? Like, who's the real you? Who's the true you? And sometimes the answer is it's confusing, as I think we were mentioning yesterday. It's sometimes confusing to know who we are, and it's confusing to know, so what's really, really, truly me? And I think that, that, um, that Hashem gives us little, um, little times in our life, times during the day, times uh, during our week, whatever it might be, where we're able to really, truly tap in to who we really are and who we really want to be. The, the you know, Indian that we're talking about, which we'll learn in the second page, we're up to page 42, 43 of speaking about other people is that nobody deep down wants to talk negatively or see the bad in anybody. Nobody deep down wants to have machlokas, wants to have uh, bad, ill feelings about other people or about oneself for that matter. We all want to be bishlemus. Shlemus is Malushan shalom, which is being able to sort of live and give the space for all of us, to give the space not just for all of us physically, but for all of us within ourselves, to give us the space. You know, one of the biggest challenges, and I'm going to say this, and then we'll learn the halach or guys can make comments about it. You know, what we don't realize is the division on the outside is really just a reflection of our division inside our internal strife. Any strife that you have on the outside is only a, a projection of the strife that a person has on the inside. The, the, the battle, the resistance of accepting who we are, of having patience with who we are, loving who we are. When you, love, when you don't love someone else on the outside, all that is is a piece of you that manifests itself on the outside. Let me say that again. Whenever you have a problem with something on the outside, it's all a, a shadow or a projection of a part of you on the inside that you also don't get along with. Don't ever think when you hate somebody that that doesn't mean that you also don't hate a part of yourself. If you love someone else, you love yourself. Which means if you hate someone else, it means you hate yourself. And the avoda of each and every one of us, the avoda of each and every one of us is to try and come to terms and not to resist, not to resist who we are. When we resist who we are, that's when we don't really get to who we really need to be. Yes, Nachman. I think I did it last year when I was in that map where we had most struggles. So a big thing I, I, I that you said is that in the 12-step program on step four, there 
Correct. It's very cool. Like you can bring in commission. You know, you can relax at the same thing. It strikes me every time that a lot of times when you're when you're bothered by somebody else. Triggering you, for lack of better words, um, it's really just, really just your own deficiency or whatever it is. And especially because I don't think it's that for that like last week is that the more and more you learn to love yourself, and the more and more you accept yourself with all your flaws, with all your beauty, then it doesn't really matter if somebody. That, that's also a lot of even if you don't have the same problem necessarily, if somebody else is doing something that bothers me, like the more and more I accept myself, it's like Brother Brian, you're not better than anybody else if you're better at things. You're not worse than anybody else if you're worse than things type thing. Exactly. It's an intrinsic value because you're a human. So once you start understanding that about yourself, you're like, okay, so yeah, sometimes I like to sleep in. And sometimes, I, you know, I, and I also um, am a good guy, you know, and like it doesn't contradict. So when you see somebody else doing something that bothers you, you see that it doesn't, doesn't really, once you learn to accept more of yourself, you have that, it won't necessarily bother you as much because, because you've kind of accepted yourself within. Beautiful. And Nafi got me a little bit as you were saying it. You know, it's one of the things that I speak about also. Let's say you have somebody who does something negative, or you have someone in your life who acts a certain way. So the question you want to ask yourself is okay, so that person is not perfect. So that person, let's say, has this blemish. Forget about the fact that it's projection, that it's really me. Let's say that person does have that. That deficiency. So, yeah, and it could be annoying. But I always ask, and I'm asking all of us here, and so therefore what? So he has, he or she has a deficiency. So, so what? What's wrong with that? Why can't someone have a deficiency? Why can't someone have a weakness? So what that usually comes back to is ourselves. Do I let myself have a weakness? Do I let myself have deficiencies? Or I don't let myself have deficiencies. So if I see someone who has, nobody is totally, totally terrible. So if you have a person in your life who is who has this problem and acts a certain way, so big deal. So they're not perfect. I'm not perfect either. Who is perfect? And I think that when we let ourselves accept somebody outside of us who's not just right, I think that that comes within ourselves as well. We're okay with that. We're totally okay to say, okay, so like Nachi said, so what? So I sometimes sleep late. So sometimes I give in to my desires. So sometimes I'm lazy. So I haven't figured everything out. So I'm still in pain. But that, okay, so what? Why does that make, why is that a problem? Why is that a problem? Avi, go ahead. Excited. Uh, I like that. Um, I like that Rebbe brought up the idea of, that I wanted to bring up when I'm done with how close with myself, when I give myself the benefit of the doubt yeah. to with others, and the same way, sometimes I struggle with loving myself and accepting myself, especially when I do things wrong. When I get into that mindset, and I love that you spoke it out, of like, when I get into that mindset of looking to the best of other people and understanding that everyone has their struggles, then it also turns on to me. It's not only it has to be inward going out. Sometimes I can try my best with others, and then it will reflect back on me, because that's just the environment that I'm creating. And I love that you spoke that, because you were saying, like, if I look at it as someone else, then I'll also start to see it myself. Right. Right. Exactly. Thank you, Avi. And, and when we pause her over, just to say, when we remind ourselves, when we remind ourselves like that, people have flaws. 
and people have deficiencies and people have shortcomings. So then it reminds us that like, it's like we come Rosh Hashanah and we come Rosh Hashanah and it's like, okay, we want to be perfect. Like, but I'm not perfect and I'll never be perfect. And Hashem loves me Ba'asher Husham. He loves me for who I am and accepts me for who I am. Do I love and accept myself for who I am? And obviously at the high level, to love and accept yourself for who you are. But the more we learn to do that, and the more we learn to be, be accepting and listen to ourselves. Listening. Listening means, you know, listening to what we need. Listening to what bothers us. Nobody does any Avera. We spoke about this, I think, yesterday. Probably I'll get to you in a second. No one does any Avera because, they, because they're bad. Nobody does something wrong because they're bad. The, the Lushen of Chazal, and the Lushen more than the Chazal, the Psukim say, Vishav Virafa. There's a healing. Hashem heals us. It's not that we're bad. It's that we are, uh, even Avera, even the word Avera doesn't mean a sinner. I always say the word sinner is a Christian concept. Nobody's a sinner. We do an Avera. What does an Avera mean? What's the little translation of Avera? Avera means you are not on the right track. You're not on the right track. You went off the, the proper track. Nobody, nobody is intrinsically a bad person. What happens is we're missing something. Most of the time, we're hurting. Most of the time, we've been hurt. So what do we do? We don't know how to heal ourselves. Chuba, people think chuba means I got to, I got to, you know, change who I am. Chuba is like, I got to like become this other person that's uncomfortable. That's why I say I love that song. Benacha alav, ruach Hashem is the pshat. Benacha means that it rests from you. Chuba is you start feeling, feeling good about yourself. Shuvah doesn't mean you're changing externally. Means that it's it's within me. I start feeling good. I start feeling good about life. I feel start feeling good about myself. Like I've said many times, if someone doesn't wake up early in the morning, it's not because you have a problem waking up early in the morning. Nobody has a problem waking up early in the morning. It's because you're not excited about you. You want to say, I'm not excited about life. It means you're not excited about you. You're not. You're not in. You're not in, in touch. You're not in. in, in uh, you know. In. In. in um, congruence, if that's the right word. You're not in. In. In tandem. I don't know what the, the word I'm looking for. In sync. Thank you. You're not in sync with yourself. You're not totally tapped in to who you are. Because when you'd be tapped into who you are, you'd be like the happiest guy in the world. A A E I C guys. Above average energy, imagination, and creativity. We all have that. We gotta learn to access that. We gotta learn to access that. And the way to access that is when we accept, we accept ourselves. Go, Rafi. Yes. Yes. Hundred percent. Yes. A million percent. One of the one of the avodas that I have written on the list for Rosh Hashanah that I'll tell everybody that we'll be talking about over Rosh Hashanah 
is try as best as you can. It's hard. Try as best as you can to see the good in others, to see the good in yourself, and to try and be positive. Especially Rosh Hashanah, it's like a little bit, there's like an underlying anxiety, like what is it? I'm being judged by Averis. Rosh Hashanah is not a time to be thinking about your Averis at all. It's a time to think about the excitement of life, of this new year, a new year of opportunity, a new year that Hashem really wants you part of His plan. Hashem wants you part of His plan. All of you. That's why I say, Rabbi Munasecha. Hashem has so much faith in us. Ain Melech Beloam. We're His nation. Hashem wants us. Hashem loves us with our Averis, with all the parts, with all the parts that we don't like. That's the irony. Make a list of the parts of you that you don't like, that drive you crazy, that you have shame, that you have guilt. Make a list of those parts and say like, wow, Hashem loves that. There are people in my life who will love that. I don't know if there's anyone. Yeah, what are you saying? Why? Right. And to find somebody, to find people in your life, to find people in your life who you could talk to, who who accept all of you. Don't hang around people who are who are critical of you and only like part of you. Hang around people who who love all of you, who love you unconditionally. Yes, Rizev. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. But it means that there's a part of you that that uh that also you know, is is uh, hating her or whatever it is. There's a part of you that's not that's blameless. Well, no, it's, it's, it's it means you have hate within you. You have hate. Yeah, she brings out the hate that you have. We all have in us hatred. We all have things that we have to try and get out and to heal. Huh? It's not bad, right? Correct. It has to be. It has to be. You know, the only hatred towards you know Amalek. Uh, I don't know if we're on the Madriga to know what that means. Correct. Right. Right. I'm, I'm saying for us, I don't know if we're on the level to to hate to hate. Right. 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 100%. Again, I, I, again. Right, 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 right. Again, I, I, we're getting into. Uh, yes. No, 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 no. It's, in, in, in truth, if you. You know, we don't we don't hate really anyone. To hate Ra, to hate Yitamu Chatoyim, right? To hate to hate what the person did, to hate the the 
the evil or the pain that, that a person can cause 100%. But uh, when we when we hate people, we're hitting Hitler. Hitler. Okay, Hitler. That's right. Hitler. How many Hitler? Right. Exactly. No, we're not, none of us struggle with with hating. No one is similar in our generation, or anyone you know has any a pinky toe of of, of Hitler. Yes. Right, so we'll end off, we'll end off, we'll end off with, yeah. we'll end off with Rapillo's question because it's late and it's actually the, uh, the final shear of, of, of the year, of this year, Tavshin Pei Gimel, which I just want to publicly uh, say thank you to Hashem and thank you to all of you, to everyone who's been part of this year for Tavshin Pei Gimel. We'll end off, thank you. Yeah. out that it's Thursday, it's the end of the week, um, and I'm going to end off with what Rapillo um, is asking. He didn't realize how Minashamayim it is, his question, because it's a great way for us to blast off to the new Tavshin Peidala, the new year. Rapillo's question is like this. I want everyone to hear this. It's a very important question, and my answer, I think, is going to be a good answer. Rapillo's question is, okay, we're talking about how Hashem loves all of me. Hashem loves all of me unconditionally. But how am I supposed to relate that Hashem loves me and loves all of me when I was grew up with conditional love, where I grew up with neglect, which is also conditional love, where I grew up in a culture that if I go to Shachris, I'm going to Gan Eden. If I do Averus, I'm going to Gehenna. If I do this, very, very conditional. So how am I going to change that? Right? So that's a million-dollar question, and the billion-dollar answer is, is that we have to learn how to do that. We have to learn how to unconditionally love ourselves. We have to learn how to unconditionally love each other. We have to learn how to do that. It's not something that you're going to be taught. It's not something that you were taught. It's not something that you're, you guys are too old already to say, okay, if you were five years old, we could talk to your parents. And we could sort of guide your parents. Or we could put you in a school system that would be, you know, quote unquote, a school system where they unconditionally love you. But what we need to do now is we need to accept the fact that maybe we didn't grow up with unconditional love. But Hashem unconditionally loves us. And we need to try and tap into that. And it takes time, it takes effort, it takes learning. We have to learn how to love ourselves more. We have to learn how to accept ourselves more. It's one of the reasons we learn the Chavetz Chaim. Why? Because like what Avi was saying, what we've all been saying, the more we learn to love ourselves, to learn other love other Jews, to accept, the more we'll tap into what Hashem really wants and what Hashem really is. Because that's the truth. Nobody could say it's not true. Hashem loves us more than we can imagine. 
Um, with that in mind, um, we're going to end off. I do want to give one one um, one thing that I'd like to request from everyone. I don't know what everyone's plans are. You can spread the word. Um, we'll try and post it. But this is Thursday night. Slichas Arab Rosh Hashanah. If everybody can try and if, if everybody can try and um, come tonight after uh, Mariv, we're going to sing together and get ready for Slichas. It is Arab Rosh Hashanah. If anyone was planning on leaving um, and going um, out, of course you could do what you want. It's a uh, free country. It's a free yeshiva. You can do whatever you want. But I'm, I'm asking if everybody can try and stay so we can be together for the last night of the year. Uh, tonight is the last night. You'll have many, many times to go uh, to go out and uh, go out. Tonight we're going to try and go in. We're going to try and go in. So so even if you had plans tonight, um, I hope I didn't ruin them. But in a certain way, I hope uh, that you'll stay. And you'll stay so we can sing together. We can say slichas. Even though it's a long slichas, we skip a lot. And the key is Hashem, Hashem, Karachum. Let's get ready for a new year together. Thank you, uh, Avram and Ophir and everyone for, for singing. Momo just sitting here, Momo, even though, you know, I'm, I'll, I'll still daven for the, for the uh, Akiva, at the right time. Momo just having you. Right, exactly. We should all be Zoha, each and every one of us. We should be Zoha, Rapilel, you nailed it. We should all be Zoha to learn, to accept ourselves, to love ourselves, to accept others, to love others. And what a great way to start off a new year. Thank you very much, everyone. Let's go. Thank you, Rabbi. Thank you, Rabbi. Rabbi. Step up here.